For the listener's discretion, this podcast contains strong language and adult themes that may not be suitable for children. These are not the views of the radio station or its affiliates. Can we stop the arguing? Can we take a moment where we can calm down? It's just so exhausting. Swinging in the wind, going round and round. I know that we won't say sorry. You beg and I plead, but my heart can't be until I feel the vibrations. That's my lighter because you know it's time to light. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm like, wait a minute now, hold it. You know hold it's time it. to light my candle. I won't forget to do that. Oh, as long as you Hello, got your lighter. Sally. Lighter, okay. Yes, you know. Hey, it's time Sally. To, it's time to get down with with uh first class candles, honey. First class candles, you know, you know what time it is. For real. Michelle Tucker, come on, my pure bliss, my pure bliss. I have I to like, do it. Oh, I haven't figured out which one I want to keep in my office, though. Woo. You know, yeah, yeah, because I got like, I got mm. a few. Well, I got nobody, no, a few. Nobody <laughs> believes you because they don't see it. Yours is like a magic mirror because we don't see it. Okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna have to figure out a way of putting something up so you can see it. Well, you have a shelf behind you, so yeah. But you, do you, you notice have... you notice the shelf, right? You notice there's a lot of gear on that shelf. I don't care. Oh, I'm okay. 
That's probably the same response Michelle would give me. So, exactly, me, because you could take right, right. Little, so let me let me just not say bag. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Let me just not even say nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, first class candles right there. Uh, can you have um, can you have Catherine do a check for me right quick, please? Have her do a check for me. The boss said she wants you to do a check for her. Yeah. Please do a check for me while I'm lighting my candle on what I asked her to check earlier. Check that. Check that again, please. And give me a report. I'm going to check my candle. And as you know, our director of research, she has that link up there for you guys for first class candles. Make sure you go and uh, give her some support. You know, if you guys are in college, okay, ASU, where can they find the ASU? Where can they find the ASU? Student Union. In what? In in in, in the uh, vending machine. There's in a vending, the vending machine. machine. Yes. yes, right there. That's it. In the vending machine. What did what did she say? Only me. She can only hear me for some reason. Why is she only hearing me this time? I don't know. Did she tell you that? Say something else right now. Chris. Figaro, Figaro. What about now? Are you able to hear him now? Can you hear him now? Can you hear me now? Probably not. It's not allowance day. Can you hear me now? Can you? That's what the kids, they would never hear me until it was time for me to give them their allowance. Then they could hear me. All right. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Houston, Houston, can you hear yes, me? Yes, see if you're able to uh, pick up on him a little bit over there now. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Let's give an answer quickly. Only me. All right, then. We'll take care of that really quickly like this. Very mm-hmm. simple. Very simple right there. We'll keep that going. But I'm going to get my candle lit. So you guys can see that flame going in the background. And I'll have that ambiance. You know, she has a lot of great fragrances. However, I'm not saying however. Because there's a difference between but and however. Okay. And it is however for me. I am not brand loyal on too many things. Pure Bliss is the scent, the fragrance that I like. Uh, you can see the roses in there. And I'll show you the one that I finished. Well, it's yeah, not really finished. Before and after. Yes. Right there. Right there. And this one will actually still burn. Um, and when you go to her site, to her Instagram page, she actually teaches you how to maintain the candle. What? I am 51 years old, honey. And I have never in life ever, 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 ever been told how to maintain a candle. Didn't know anything about it. Mm -mm. Knew nothing about maintaining a candle. Nothing about it. Today's class will be on how to maintain maintain your candles. So, you go and you spend the money, right? You spend money for these very expensive, nice luxury candles, and then you have what's called waste. 
<clears throat> not with first class candles, honey. That's why they had the first class in front of it because she teaches you how to get every bit of it out of there. Okay, so definitely go and check her out. Here's that Instagram page right there because Sally's in the house. Now we told you about uh, my Sally, honey. She is going to make sure you have all of the information that you need when you come through here on going down on the mic. She's gonna make sure you have all of that. And we have for you coming up today, our, our guest, our amazing guest. Man, are we gonna get some information. I'm so excited. We have so it's almost gonna be like Sesame Street. I mean, she has so many letters behind her name. <laughs> I looked at it, I was like, okay. Mm. It, who was it? The count is the count the that count. gets the, the numbers yeah. and all of that. But baby, mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm gonna read them all to you. Usually I let the guests introduce themselves and say who they are and whatever. I have the page up and I meant to have some tea, some warm tea for my throat <clears> to <throat> make sure, but I have it up and I'm going to read all of it to you, baby, because when you have somebody with this type of pedigree, you make sure that you do the introduction correctly. And I'm going to read it. I'm not even going to look at this screen. I'm going to look at my screen over here to make sure I read all of it for you. So uh, she will be here with us later, uh, Dr. Lisa Jackson. Okay, she Once will be with us. Walking through that forest of letters behind her name. <laughs> she will be with yes. Us. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Thank you, beautiful. Absolutely, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. I've, I've got quite a few links for our guests tonight, girl. I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. What I tell my guests, I, they, they go through and I tell you guys all the time, I ask the question, is there anything that you do not want brought up? Because my director of research is going to find everything and she has so much going on, so many amazing things that she's done, the research and in the community and whatnot. Sally, I know, I know you were doing the Kermit like this for her today. You are earning your worth today. I'm gonna have to get a gift card for you. I'm definitely gonna get you a I'm, I'm gift glad card. That, that we got it from Jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was praying that Sally was gonna be in the house today. I said, because baby, the, the screen is going to be full of links, full of links. I don't have to do anything hardly today because Sally will have it worked out for me. I'm watching my, my time up there because I'm excited for this. I, can, well, I will not say 721 today. Not nope, today. Nope, not today. Not today. Not today. It, it shall not. We might do it at 19, but we won't do it at 21. Mm -mm. <laughs> see, it will see, not. It, it, you know, when it comes to Sally, I have to say this. When it comes to Sally, people used to always think that Alex Trebek was smart. It's not that. It's that, Ali, that, that, that Sally was in the background. <laughs> and she was doing all the button pushing. See, and then after Alex passed away, it was kind of like, okay, well, I better go. I better go back to my part-time job over there with Moni and Chris. And so she came over here and just lit it up for us. So I'm glad. Well, I would like to say that today she has admit one of the three letters that that we've been. Oh, he disappeared. He disappeared because she no, finally I'm, said yeah, it. I'm still here. What what you you came off the screen? Sally said I was actually offered a job at FBI. Now we have been saying, we've been saying at least I have for years, and Chris for the time he's been with me that Sally came from one or the other FBI or CIA because there is no way that this woman can find all the information that she finds on these guests. I don't tell Sally anything. 
I don't give her anything. A lot of times I don't even give her your names. I don't give her your, your bios. I don't give her any of that. She sees who's on here and we're just talking. We're just talking and she starts typing. That's all that happens, guys. That is all that happens. I don't provide Sally anything. Well, I'd she like says, to say this. Did you notice her? Look, look, look at what it was. She was offered a job with the FBI. Now, because of certain sensitive issues, she can't confirm or deny whether she accepted the job, but... She probably had too much information on them. And they were like, never mind. Never mind. No, ma'am. She's probably no, ma in there talking you. about, yeah. Now, about that guy, J. Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what was really going on with him. <laughs> Never mind, ma'am. We'll, we'll, we may or may not get back with you. <laughs> Didn't accept the job at the FBI. So you say, okay, we're not going to press the issue. We'll no, just leave all. it as, you know, maybe you were, maybe you were not. Because mm -hmm. we don't want no problems. Okay? No, we're just glad to have you. But you know, we're just glad to have you. It's got an eye in it. Did you notice that? What's that? Every place she applied has got an I in it. This is true. This is true. F-B-I-C-I-A. <laughs> and you start talking too much and your screen starts blinking. I advise you to back down. Yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to shut up now because uh, you know what I'm saying? And mine is, I'm going to back down too. Uh, mm. We apologize. Yeah, we, yeah we, are, we are truly sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yours will you. No I have never had blinking. I have never had blinking issues before. But I apologize. It's all cool. We, we really don't want to know anything else. Except thank you, Sally. Close to the truth. Thank you, Sally. I'm not trying to disappear, end up with no little uh, holes in my neck, any of that. My this next is all a game. Area 51. 51 is nothing but my age. That, that is all I know that it is. It's just I my age. I can't remember back that far. <laughs> well, look. The heat has gotten to us. I'm sure we both were delirious, and that's all that was going on. That's all that was going on there. Yes. Uh, our guest is having a good time down there laughing. She knows nothing about any of this except my age is 51. She She's not admitting anything or, or any of that. She's not a part of it. I'm going to keep her safe in this situation also. Mm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's all that's going I'm on. You're looking at this. See, I could just see somebody rolling up on her and they say something smart to her. Like, I can just see 5-0 rolling up on her. We need to see your driver's license registration. Blah, 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 blah. And then she gets out of the car very calmly, coolly. The fact let that me, she can get out the car is what Well, Well, first of all, let me explain something to you. <laughs> Before you write this ticket, Junior, please yep. understand I got more letters behind my name than you have in your name. Now go right ahead. That's yeah, all. Yeah, the, the special license with the special hologram on it and whatnot. Uh -huh. mm. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. It's it's good to know people in in special places. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm glad she's my friend and on my side. How about that? I, I have to secure my place with her. I'm not sure yet, but I'm hoping well, you I know, can get in there somehow. <laughs> I'm going to say this, I, I, and, and Sally can testify to this. When Sally was in the hospital and I went to see her. I drove all the way out there, okay? And I got there, and the woman said, well, this and I was over. What? 
the hell? I didn't drove all the, I drove a long way. And I had, you know, I had some little, little bass that I put together for Sally, a little, little something, something, whatever. And so I called Sally. So she said, business now is over. I can't come in. This, that, and the other. She said, put her on the phone. Sally mm -hmm. said she wants to talk to you. <laughs> wait, wait, how's it go? Now, about that tax bill that you didn't pay last year. Okay. You will let Needless to say, because right? the woman was like, no, it's over. She cannot, it's not happening or any of that. And so, what does Sally say? So, Sally and Francis is my real name, but Francis is a part of my middle name. I don't give out my real, my real last name in the acting community. She said, but Bottom line is, uh, I was in there. The lady said, you can go see her for 15 minutes. What was I there, almost two hours? I got in to see Sally and Sally and she, she, she can go, you can go. After Sally finished talking to her, I was like, okay, here's your pass. When I came out, the lady was gone. She was she got off work and everything. I had been up there for so long, it was ridiculous. I said, I guess I know who got the juice, okay. Look, look who got the juice, okay? She just put up a whole answer up here, okay? Basically, what, what she just told us right here in this whole thing was... I ignored it. Right. <laughs> the, the, should you or any of your I am force be caught or killed, <laughs> the secretary would disavow all knowledge of your actions. You see? <laughs> I tried not to give it too much... Uh... <laughs> attention okay. i tried to what's up dj uh remix so we have dj remix in the house dj remix is one of the personalities hey. off of hey. WEI ubiquity radio we want to make sure and give him what's up go ahead and put in you know go ahead and put your information down there when they can catch you on the radio one of the best radio stations out there WUBI ubiquity radio we want to thank all of the WUBI ubiquity radio listeners and viewers because Please believe you can watch us on WUVI Ubiquity Radio also. Uh, it is also TV. So go ahead and put your information down there when they can catch you in the mix, sir, in the mix. So put that on in there, and I appreciate you showing your love and support for coming and watching us. Yes, hello, DJ Remix. I am watching that clock. It is 719. Yes, our guest is getting ready to come on up with us in a moment here. Um, I was going to call sure. up my, to, to Kansas City. Uh, to my godparents, they, they own Gates Barbecue. I was going to call up there and get some barbecue, but it won't get here in time for the show. <laughs> I, what I, I, are you talking about? What was we going to get well, some well, because for? I figured since we have all these all these people on, on online, we might want to get them some food. You know, I was going to see what we could do here. <laughs> Sally and the FBI, CIA, whatever group she with. Oh, my and then, gosh. And then, and then, you know, DJ Remix, you know, he got... He got everybody following him on the air. So we want to make well, we sure. We're ready to have our guest come on, on here. It is 7.20 and it's time for her to come on. Oh, yeah, let's us with her on. presence. Absolutely. You are you ready to come on in with us right now? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> 
behind the scenes. I see no evil. I heard none. I see none. I don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. I come in peace. That's what I'm saying. You just got here. You just got here. Nope. Stop Thank buying a number. So That's all. I wasn't even supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much. I, we appreciate you for being here. So, like I said, I'm going to turn this way right quick. Right quick. I'm going to take me a good sip of water. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I want to adjust my glasses. And I'm going to go over here. This is from off of your Facebook page that you have move my mic a little bit, that you have pinned to the top over there. Well, please go first. Please go. There you go. There you go. And it says, finally, I got to have this moment as Dr. Jackson, class of 2021, May nights, many might recall my receiving my degree in May of 2021, yet Due to pandemic restrictions, walking the stage for graduation was postponed. It was such a challenging thing to accept after spending nearly five years working on this degree. I've been grateful for the credentials in the meantime and having been patiently awaiting the moment for everything to feel official with a proper hooding ceremony. This moment has now arrived and it's happening in June. Earning a doctoral education, earning a doctoral education happens to about 1% of the population. And this is an even smaller number for Black people and an even smaller number for Black women. You can imagine how pivotal this moment is for me, my parents, my family, my future children, my sorority, my tribe, and my community. I appreciate everyone who has supported me in this doctoral journey and all of my published doctoral research at age 37 and four degrees later, I stand before you all in a complete adoration of the final educational accomplishment, fiercely unapologetic and ready to serve sincerely, Dr. Jackson, I'm not done. PhD, Health Education and Promotion, MA, Counseling and Guidance, Master of Public Health, BA, Psychology, I'm not done, Licensed Professional Counselor, National Certified Counselor, Certified Health Education Specialist. Now, are there more added since then? I am now a, <laughs> a certified supervisor for bringing in new LPCs. And that is the uh, final <laughs> thing I'm adding to my name. And that just happened not too long ago. It's a few weeks ago. All right. System. Well, we got to we got to find that. We, we, we got to put that one in there. <laughs> I am absolutely grateful for the introduction and they all make sense, right? A lot of people get a lot of different 
things and they don't use them. Just a bunch of expensive pieces of paper that just kind of fall by the wayside. Uh, the intent was to make sure that they all blended in an intersectional approach of both mental health and public health to do behavioral health. And that is my my jam and that's that's my passion. So I'm, I'm glad you listed it all. I know everybody's like alphabet soup, right? And uh, being able to recognize it. And, you know, it, things just kept adding, uh, which is very interesting because originally I was trying to be a writer. I didn't have any interest <laughs> in college whatsoever. I was like, I'm going to write. I'm going to sing. I'm going to be a performer. And then I ended up in school. So it's kind of interesting. Well, yeah. you, you did write. You wrote a lot. I did. And I did. And actually, I I here's the book, right, that just came out. I think that was dropped there. And this is the very first one. Now, have I been writing my whole life? Yes. Has it finally actually happened anyway? Yes. So it's a full circle moment that even when you try to veer off the path and do something that you think is going to take up a good portion of your time, somehow things find their way back to you if you live long enough. And so I ended up being a writer anyway. <laughs> so is that the book uh, Empowering the Broken? It surely is. Okay, okay. <laughs> See, I got it before you even put it up there, Moni. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, I mean, speaking as a person who is broken, I wanted to get a few copies of this. Do you understand? I appreciate yeah, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I am grateful that it's actually finally able to be displayed. There's a bunch of different experiences that have kind of led me to the path that I'm on. And I know without having a, a very detailed conversation about what happened on the course of my life, this was a very dark path or a dark chapter where we all enter into relationships that don't work out so well. And when you get, when you get caught up, in loving too hard or thinking you can change a person or losing yourself, it's very easy to get into a toxic relationship. And so this is me coming out of it, being a survivor of having been in a violent relationship. And most people, they see this and they're like, how? There's no way. You're just so joyful of this. And I get all the effervescence compliments and conversations, but that has nothing to do with what happens when you love someone beyond understanding and beyond actual uh, change. You just, you get pulled in. And so I have helped clients who come to me for relationships and try to understand how to repair their self-esteem and how to be able to understand their own sexual decisions and, and their lives are so intertwined with mistakes that we don't even know we're making because it's such a normalcy. So, uh, and yes, I, I see the comments of going to, to college basically at six years old and you, I'm a career student. <laughs> so, so yes but yeah it's 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 a wonderful thing to be here i'm grateful to be able to share this platform with you both and with anyone that's listening just to be able to understand what drives a person to want to be in school and and do all these different things and just create all these different certifications and ideas and really you get tired of of hearing you can't do that or you don't belong in that room or no you can't have that and enough of that you just get fed up to want to do it yourself and to find your highest limit and so i i tried to go in that direction to find the best direction i could kind of get into and i had no idea if you had asked me when i first started that this is where i'd be no well i want to say thank you for letting us find out about the book, your book release. Thank you, because we want to put this up there. You you also have a podcast, and you were going to share that, that even me with Dr. Shalice, and um, it's part of your uh, Therapy Thursday, 
right? And so uh, I want to share that up there so they can hear more of your advice if they go there on your Therapy Thursday and and your podcast, and they can hear more of this great advice and what you have to say and share with them on your podcast on Therapy Thursday, correct? That is correct. And And where where can they find your podcast? Right there. Yes. Good. Good job. So the Therapy Thursday, I know that I thought this hashtag was originally to me, but a lot of people like to kind of put themselves under it, but I use it anyway. It doesn't matter with a big old giant green heart because I feel like it's going to be mine one day where I can put it on some shirts or something. But even me is found on all streaming platforms, really. But Buzzsprout is a place where I actually upload it. So if you end up going to evenme.buzzsprout.com, you'll actually see all the episodes pull up there. But if you have a favorite streaming platform, you just type it in and you'll see it and you'll you'll see me with this big old giant, you know, smile and all the different colors, some really broad and, and life, uh, lifelike with everything that I'm, I'm trying to do. And you'll find it very interesting, different topics that I don't think many people think about their self-esteem being, yep, there I am, there's me, their (laughs) self-esteem impacting their sexual decisions in in your relationships. Most people probably don't recognize that how you feel about yourself guides everything. It guides whether or not you go to a medical physician and get checked out. It guides whether or not you get divorced and actually feel like you could do better. It guides whether or not you think you can have children or how you parent. It's all a part of how you take care of yourself and how you speak to yourself and what you actually do with your daily routine. And so Everything that you could think of that's a topic of how do I have this impacting my life all turns into how you, even you, are impacted by your self-esteem because I have been impacted by my own self-esteem in ways in which you don't even recognize we put ourselves on the back burner and we think resiliency is the answer and we usually don't make any time for ourselves. And if you happen to be of the BIPOC population, especially if you're a black woman, you have been enduring spaces of not actually knowing how to put yourself first because you're supposed to take care of the whole family and everything in a completely different way as a nurturer and a caregiver. And when somebody says, take a break, you're like, I can't do that. And so you you live years, decades even. So you don't know self-care until you're probably in your 30s or your 40s. It's this new phenomenon of what put me first. I've never thought of that. And so I'm trying to change the narrative of helping us unlearn that we should not be first. (laughs) Wow. I say, wow, that is... (laughs) What yeah, are you yeah, I'm about? just going, wow, okay. Yeah. That that is and, and that it's not like I'm 51. I've heard it before. However, it is still a phenomenon and I've heard it. I've lived by that philosophy for so long to put others first that I still need to hear the hey, put yourself first, put your mask on first, more and more and more and more and more to be able to reprogram. That's right. So, yeah, it's, it's so hard I still to need to hear it. That. Yeah, when, I when, still when need to hear it. Doing, yeah, when you've been doing it, I mean, I'm older than both of you. Matter of fact, I think I'm older than both of you with both the ages together. Um, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. But no, but you was, you was waiting to, so I figured I'd go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my dinosaur is parked in your backyard. Other than that, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, yeah. When, when you've been that person that's done everything and it's, okay, let me do this. Let me do, to hear those two words, self first, is like, hmm, 
are those two supposed to go together? <laughs> you know, it's a strange phenomenon. It really is. It is. And our culture, if I'm just going to speak flat out honest, we don't ever have never really thought about therapy as a thing. Healing is a thing. We're just now becoming a little bit more vulnerable to talk about family business and things that could actually help and save our lives. Stuff that we learn to keep silent and suffer silently and how our religious structure has taught us over so many generations to do it a certain kind of way where we live in this space of toxic positivity. And we didn't have a name for it, but it's the I'm too blessed to be stressed. No, I actually have depression or stress or frustration or I'm sad. Let me be something other than happy. I'm not always going to be happy. And we keep pushing this narrative that the only emotion you're supposed to feel is joy. When some days you just don't have it. And it's actually understanding your capacity. And I'm not going to leave the men out, right? Because we're continuing, even though, you know, emotionally we're connected. We just don't give y'all enough credit either for having a later start than most women because you don't get a chance to understand your emotions until after you have someone who's telling you you don't understand your emotions. Now it's on your radar that you don't. And so there's so many things that we have to fix when we talk about healing ourselves and it hasn't happened. So self-care, this is not a new phenomenon but constantly living in a state of, I can keep going. I can put more on my plate. Oh no, it's all right. We live in the normalcy of survival mode. So it's a problem yeah. because of that. But yeah. I think it starts when we're kids and you hear that first thing of mm -hmm. what goes on in this house stays in this house. Right. Family business. Right, so mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so whatever it is, we need to keep compressing it. We need to be the, the human trash compactor and just keep pressing it down, pressing it down, putting more on it, putting more on it. And then when we finally blow, it's usually in a relationship that's beneficial to us, but we have blown at the wrong person at the wrong time. The person is trying to reach in. We feel threatened that they're trying to reach in and, mm -hmm. and, and we go sideways. And I, and, I, and that's so true. And I think it's especially yeah. worse for men, you know. Oh, yeah, I just, I'm speaking from especially, experience. You know, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, from me, it, it's like, okay, I've got nine sisters. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I went to college so I can go to the bathroom by myself. Um, <laughs> it, it was basically <laughs> a situation where they didn't see me the whole first semester. Okay, when I did show up, I looked like a California raisin. All right. What it came down to is, yeah, you have to do this. You have to do that. You and your brothers have to do this. You So for us, it was constantly pushed, pushed, pushed. Matter of fact, on one of our shows, it came out. You remember mm -hmm. that, Moni? Yeah. One of our shows, it was like just for no reason. But it was yeah. a reason, but I didn't understand it at the time. Yeah. And that's where we're, we have to have this one faith as, as, and speaking, cause that's all I am as a black man. Uh, we have to have one face in the street. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you would see. And then we have to, then we don't know how to turn that off before we put the key in the door. So when we come in, we're still in that mode. Yeah. I wish you would. But daddy, I just asked for lunch money. Go get a job. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, but very true though right very you, true. You, you're just there and by the time you turn it off 
the kids are in school, they don't get to see that side of you because you finally calm down. But then the day starts again. You come home, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and it starts all over again. So, yeah, I, I've learned how to see it and just isolate myself when it happens. And at $5.29 a gallon, I'm not isolating long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that. I do see it. I do. So now when you do your show, um, is your show live? Are people calling in um, or are they typing in a message or is it pre-recorded or how do you do your podcast? Pre-recorded. So that's a really awesome thing. I, I would love to get to a place of being like Frasier and having some sort of call-in show. That would be amazing. I'm listening, right? I'm listening. But <laughs> the most part, it's pre-recorded. Uh, mm -hmm. Just be, being able to kind of have a script, there's some sort of a feature that comes in. I am trying to pivot where this is visual. So I like this this format. Originally, I wasn't so sure when I first started that I wanted to be able to do that. But I know now that because people are asking for partnerships and they want to come on the show and I'm trying to structure that before I just keep sprinkling things in, I want something that's a little more solid and being able to do it every single episode. And so right now it's pre-recorded. But the goal is to get it to where it's it's live or that there's an opportunity for someone to call in and be able to give something in real time but doing it on like IG live, I think is one of the things most people do. And I just, I'm not really going to do that platform. I just kind of, I think it's limited in so many different things you can't really do. And the same right. thing when it comes to Facebook live and things like that. But StreamYard is awesome. I, I think this is it something is. I would love to kind of do. We'll talk later. We'll yeah. talk later. <laughs> this actually gives it credibility. Yeah. When you have yeah. something like this, a platform like this, I mean, let's, again, let's keep it real. Facebook, is about everybody's drama. Instagram. <laughs> that was harsh. <laughs> no, no, it's the truth. Okay, you go to Facebook that was harsh. and all you hear about is everybody's drama. Well, then you well let me say this. Let me let me say this, because that, that's partially. But let me let me tell you when you do when you have a third party like this, the, the main thing is you own the material. Mm. And so you are able to pump out too, because like right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I'm pumping out seven different platforms right now what? at the same time. Seven platforms? Hold on for a minute. Awesome. And get out of here. I know we were so, I mean, I I'm sorry, my bad. And so, but one of those platforms then pumps out to seven more at the mm. same time. So essentially we're pumping out to 14 and all together. And when you do that, so Facebook and all of its rules don't apply because they don't have control of it. No, so like you know, so it's, it's a whole nother thing and we can talk about it later. It has so many benefits to it and so many different controls and other things that, yeah, we can talk later. We can Ladies definitely talk later. It will be preempted until later. <laughs> <laughs> 
what you're saying down there, Buffy? Hey, Buffy, my love, collaboration and owning your own. Hi, it's, it very much so is powerful. It is so powerful. And I've made those mistakes. You know, I haven't been doing this show since 2019. I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> We graduated from and things. We I mean, and I don't mind telling other people. Like I, I will, I, I, I will tell you, honey. I will tell you, and and not have a problem. Hey, Latoya. Hey, hey Latoya. Because there's nothing wrong with sharing and letting you benefit off of my mistakes. No need to sit here and watch you make the same mistakes. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's absolutely not a problem. It's the real currency these days. Absolutely. And places like Facebook and, and Facebook is notorious. They will take your stuff and, and chop it up and mute it. And, and let's not let's not even get to this monetization stuff right now. I'm just furious. But and so, they'll tell, tell you after they cut it up that they will. So, so I, I, I want to hear about um, Doctor of Health and Education and Promotion. Tell us about that facet of your life, please. Sure. So it aligns to the Master of Public Health that you mentioned earlier. And my research specifically was for African-American females and herpes simplex virus 2. It yes. is so overrun and yes. a lot of different things that we are not talking about. And if COVID and the pandemic taught us anything is that symptomology is not the only way that you can be infected with something. And so right. this is a particular infection and all sexual health diseases and prevention that could be happening, right? And all the different infections that we have in our, in our entire lives, we're disproportionately impacted as African-American anything, right? And so I wanted to find out, well, why are we not talking about it? And really their entire, and I say there, and we understand there's the, the alphabet people, we'll just keep them as the alphabet people, they have different intent on what they put out. And so if I can't monetize certain things at this time, I won't be able to make an impact. The biggest thing that I found in the research is that most people are saying or have at least found now to be the thing that they're, they're kind of advertising is that we haven't said anything because we're finding out that you can test pulse positive, right? And, and a lot of different times we go to the, the doctors and the, the medical physicians and the healthcare professionals and anybody who has the ranking to test you, you think that you're testing for everything and you, you're not. So no. that's the one thing that most people are not aware of. And if you don't actually have a printout of your actual test results, you're thinking you've tested for everything. You're like, I'm good. But unfortunately, you aren't able to see everything. And so you have to know and understand symptomology is what we're taught in sexual health, but we don't actually have everything as symptomology based. And so this is one of those infections that is not about symptomology. 50%, at least on record, and that's not everybody that's ever been tested on this planet, but 50% has been found to be African-American females that are literally impacted. And so if that is the case and 30% goes to males, we have 80% of people that are impacted with this, that are walking around, don't even know it. And if you test for it and it's not an actual active lesion, then you could be falsely positive. 
that's new information. So a lot of these years that we've been telling people you have this infection, we're now having new research that says "Mm, that's not actually accurate because if I test your blood and you're within this range, you could have a false positive. The same way when we find out for having COVID that if I test you with a certain test, it's going to look like your antibodies are still there when you don't have an active infection. The best example I can give you. So a person who's already been healed from COVID, you take a certain kind of test. It's going to clear you and say, yeah, you've had it, but you no longer have it. That's exactly what they're finding out with HSV2 is that you've been exposed, but you don't have an actual infection. But the only tests that can do that exist in one spot. And they can't do it widespread because it costs too much. Even when you don't have insurance or you try to do it out of pocket, each test is like $200. That costs a physician a lot of money. So a lot of people, including the alphabet people, have said, if you don't actually have an active lesion, don't worry about it. You don't have a problem. And that's what's in the research now. So all the things we keep decorating with cold sores and fever blisters are actually HSV-1. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to say it, but that's the most common form. So anyone who's ever had a fever blister, anyone who's ever had a cold sore, anyone who's ever been infected in that way and could have had it as child rearing anything. So I may have been kissed a certain kind of way from a parent that was shedding this virus to me. I may have used this chapstick or something this is new information. So that is where my my heart rested in it in the master's program was like, why is nobody talking about this? And we used to see the wrap it up campaigns and lots of PSAs to tell us about our health. And now that's not what you see. They don't even have the funding geared towards that because it's very much so in HIV and it's stayed there for so long. And I know your faces are like, what? Yeah, I, 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 I want to go backwards right quick, and I want to I want to try and and put this in in in, in a child's view for me right quick, and because of information that I have been told and heard and everything, because I used to work in the hospitals and all that stuff, and and okay, so are you saying that because it used to be you have to have an active lesion in order to be tested for herpes? Mm-hmm. Are you saying that that is not the proper way to test? That is new information that has been stated that if you have an active lesion, great, come on in, we'll test you. We have the ELISA that will actually find out whether there's an active infection that will show up on this test. But the thing that they don't say is whether or not that active infection is for life. That's what we've been told that you can't get rid of it. It stays dormant. There's something there. But what they're not explaining is that that's the antibodies of having been exposed. It's not an active infection. And so when you test the blood, they're saying now, well, you test the blood. We can't confirm that doing that is going to actually give you saying that you have this diagnosis because in the event that it's within this range of like zero to 3.5, I think is the number, it's, it's showing as kind of like how you're undetectable. When we think about undetectable in HIV and you have this rarity of actually passing it if it has a low viral count, that's the exact same information that's being advertised now is we probably should have told you that you don't actually have an active infection. 
It's the antibody exposure and the test we're giving you. And I give you a perfect example of that. A person who came into me, I used to do testing for the community and, and the county for Fulton County. And I used to be the person who drew the blood and do all the little rapid tests and things like that, right? And so when a person came in who had an active HIV infection, but had a low viral count on a rapid test, regularly pricking the finger, what it came up negative because those tests are only for when I count your viral count, your viral load, whether or not it looks like it's an active infection. And to that test, it looks like you've been exposed. If I take a NAP test, which actually looks for the Western blood and all the stuff that you can't find that's been there, but it's not there anymore, that's the test that's gonna show up positive. So the same thing that's happening with HSV2, they have the cheaper version of the test that just tests for antibodies, but they've been telling people that this is the test that tells you you have it forever because it's always going to test for antibodies if you've ever been exposed. They're not telling you there's a Western blot we're not taking that exists at the University of Washington, it's the only place that's actually been advertised to have it. That's the problem. So I saw that and I was like, I'm dedicating the research to this. Everybody must know this. But you have to tread lightly with exposing different entities because things do happen when you move faster than what has been advertised willingly. So you have to actually partner with individuals to say it gently because you can't just run a truth campaign, right? Same way they used to do. You're not gonna be able to do that because you're going to turn this whole country into a frenzy of why have we been lied to? And so you have to look at the research, like this, this thing that's scrolling at the bottom, find it, read it, look at it, because I actually have my whole 200 page dissertation I can give to you if you want to read it, has all the interviews I did with people, all of the CDC information, the, the World Health Organization information, all of the task force people, anybody who's had input at all period point blank in sexual health is included inside of this information. And it's, it's just stuff that it's not widespread. So, yeah, I know. I know. We don't have time to cover the whole thing. I know, but. right? Like, this is my jam right here, honey. I could stay here all day. This, yes. Look, this I'm, 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 I'm this sitting here saying to myself, hmm, okay, yeah. because you, you mentioned somebody who presents with the lesions. So now, if the person presents with the lesions and the test comes back, that they don't have the antibodies, you've done all the proper testing, then my question is, where did the lesions come from? Great question. So if you're testing lesions, the likelihood of having an infection is there because there's actually something that you've been exposed to. You have proof of that. There's actual symptomology and the test works with symptomology. If I test you for thinking that there's symptomology, I'm actually testing your blood only for antibody exposure. I haven't actually tested whether or not you're active in your infection. That's the part that's not explained. So in a chlamydia test, a gonorrhea test, anything that's an HIV and any other hepatitis B, the whole list of anything that you can think of when you're testing for it, depending on the test they give you, that's the result that you're going to get. And so depending on your viral load and what's actually happening with your body, even down to syphilis testing, if it's so latent and it's far beyond whatever, depending, you may not have symptoms. Like there's, there's so many different things and it's layered, but they're just like, go get tested. Then you get this printout without an explanation and there isn't a whole lot of health literacy to even know what to ask. So you're looking at something that just says, I have it. And they're telling you, yep, you got it. 
And then you just take that information. And for years, you just you assume. So all the individuals that I interviewed, anybody that you talk to who's ever had to have this in, in, as information for them, that's the number one thing that they go to and realizing I was told and I was told it's forever. And then you go down to Google.com search of stuff and you can find it's forever. You can't get rid of it. But they're not explaining. It's the antibodies. You can't get rid. Absolutely not. If you ever had a, a what is it? A hepatitis. Um, the little vaccine, the series, the tighter mm-hmm. series, then yes, if you're well, everything, little circle they, on your arm. Mm-hmm. well, if you, yeah, if you ever work with blood, if you ever draw mm-hmm. blood, they right. make you have that hepatitis B insert, like you're going to have to have that to protect you. And if you take that test later, it's going to show that you've had a series done, but you don't have hepatitis B. It's just an inactive right. vaccination mm-hmm. inside your body. And a lot of things that are run that way, that's what pulls up in your system. So the mm-hmm. same thing with COVID, the same thing with if you've ever had syphilis, the same thing with HIV, the same thing with any infection that has ever been antibodies in your system. That's what you find. But that's jargon to the public. So it's just easier to say, you got it. You got that's, it. For life. That's the thing. You're sitting here with this printout of 925 things that they wow. found that they said they give you this paper. But and you're sitting there going, okay, I might as well just call it quits because I got everything on this paper. And I might as well never wrap up again. Wrap up. Look, I'm I'm not even gonna let it come out. Okay. It's like, you know what I'm saying? No, no, thanks. No, seriously, some people then take that perspective of I might as well not wrap up nothing. No, because I already got it. What am I? I'm not protecting me. That's the thing. That's the for me, that's the beauty of especially having a with, with herpes. Pills. And especially with herpes, because mm. you're told you got it, you got it for life. It's nothing else you can do, blase skippy bobo. Mm. Exactly. And the research even shows that, and it was specifically for women that was highlighted this specific thing I'm about to say is that we stay in relationships based upon the connection, and it's far likely that we're not going to be able to actually have a disconnect or something where we start asking for condoms and certain things and all sorts of information where, yes, I'm going to stay with you based upon you being with me. I'm excited to be in a relationship. I'm excited to be something that I can to be and to, to call my own. And so I'm likely to stick around in a relationship where you could cheat on me. You could give me something. I might not put that condom on because we're, we're wanting trust to just be around in something. And so the research is saying, I'm more likely to just be excited to be here. And if I start bringing up testing conversations and all these different, it's going to look like you can't trust me. So I'd rather us just be in a position of taking the condoms off when I trust you and not having a testing conversation. There's people that have been married for years and they say, oh, I don't need to be tested. I'm married. What does that mean? You only know your results. My results are not yours. So me only waiting for me to be symptomatic with you doesn't mean that that it doesn't mean that you don't have something right. And so I think a lot of us are trying to unlearn this idea of let me get tested regardless of my love for someone. Let me get tested regardless of what I think I can trust in this person, because it's not to be taken personally. It's to just say, I got to protect me. And this is what protection looks like. And our research is showing that I'm more likely not to protect me if there's love involved and there's commitment established, then I'm all right putting myself at risk in a certain kind of way. And all of the research 
just guides to where love is not a condom, but it's being treated as one. Well. <laughs> That's a good statement. That's a good statement. Right there. Do you remember when we got married and I told you I had something of yours? Don't tell me about not getting tested. I got your book. I know every last one of these women's names up in this book. That's, oh, no. Yeah. We're going down the whole list. Yeah. That's the. And then, uh, that's what you have well, to face. You have to face the history of that person. Exactly. That's the statement they used to say, no glove, no love, honey. Yeah, that's what they yeah. used to say. And then in your elderly community, it's a high STD uh, rate because they think, oh, because I no longer have a cycle and, you know, I no longer have this going on. We can just, you know, hey, we safe now. Uh-uh. I will tell you, um, in my years of, <laughs> of going, when I had my nonprofit organization back in Indiana, and I would often be in the senior centers. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of sex going on in the senior centers. Cutting up. You know, the folks ain't working on the night shift. They all and down the hall, okay, hanging out, and the patients are just running rampant. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, there's there's a lot of it going on, and I mean, as as you should be, live your life, have your time. But please close your doors. Can I just ask y'all to do that one thing for me? Close your doors. Uh, it's a lot of it going on. And I won't be walking down the hall seeing nothing, right? <laughs> no, please. And there's education that definitely needs to go on in there also because they really, really don't think that they need to protect themselves um, with condoms and, and different things like that because of their age. They don't. They really don't. Exactly. So very, very interesting with that. Um, so what are some of the other things that you found yourself in the community having to educate and, and the interesting things? Because that right there has got me going. Oh, that one's got me going. That's a big one. Now, when it comes to just educating on how trauma impacts individuals, I, I think the main thing when it comes to sex health, it, it's a lot of sex health when it comes to public health. People are really interested in themselves making better decisions, but they're not really sure that they're connected in certain ways. And so when we are making life choices and life decisions and having sex health and, and trying to understand, trauma is so connected to everything. And so now in the community, it's, did you experience trauma with having a conversation about it? Did you experience trauma about wanting to come out to your family, you know, was there trauma with what was told to you that you could be in your life? Was there ever an understanding of these narratives and things that were happening of voices that don't belong to you? And so when we're talking about public health and, and what's actually a public health problem now, it's mental health not being addressed and how we literally are impacted by what we think every day. I use a modality of, of rational emotive behavior therapy, and it's it's kin to cognitive behavioral therapy, where you really have these thoughts that get you stuck. And it creates a life of you not really understanding that things trigger you to have these beliefs about yourself. And then you should all over yourself and say, I should be doing this. And this is what it should look like. And all these things where you wag your finger at yourself and all of the narratives that are painting this picture for you, most of it doesn't even belong to you. Some things are from family dynamics and generational patterns and curses that we haven't released. And that's what's found in the public health field and the mental health field is all of these things that we're not unlearning. And so most of it is trauma related and mental health related and sexual health related. Literally, there's this bridge that needs to be happening between having conversations that we actually have the information to have. 
I cannot have a health literacy conversation if I don't know what to ask. But the current models put it all on the person to have that conversation with your providers. Every time they'll tell you, talk to your healthcare provider. What if I don't trust the medical field? What if I don't even know what to say? How am I going to bring it up? And you're putting it in me and my hands only to make better decisions. But you haven't educated me and the systems that are out there and the resources that are out there are misinforming me. So when I come to you and I ask you, I've WebMD'd myself to pieces because that's all I got. <laughs> and so we're trying to find better ways to, to be able to educate and inform. And I want informed decisions for people. We have got to quit creating this thought that well, if I give you too much information, you're going to make all these decisions. You're going to do it anyway. I think the most popular is let's not tell young people about condoms. They want sex anyway. They like the idea because they've seen it in their television shows. They've been immersed in hormones all day and they talk to each other and they're Googling stuff. They have way too much access. So you're not doing them a service by holding it hostage. These kids are doing things way younger than you are comfortable hearing about. And I'm talking to them. That's how I know, because I'm like, oh, you're eight. What do you mean you're right? And, and stuff like that. Parents have got to get out of the mindset and law officials, stakeholders in any capacity have to be able to embrace. This is the community we, we have right now. It's not just adults having access to this stuff. These kids yeah. are doing drugs. These kids are drinking. These kids are having sex. These kids are talking a certain kind of way. They're violent. They're obsessed with certain things they don't need to know about. Accept that. Now let's make different decisions and the traumas that they're experiencing and how we're broken bleeding on these kids and bleeding on each other and we're not fixing anything. We just keep making new problems. Not giving them right <laughs> avenues to be able to get quality information. Exactly. It, it was yeah. weird because I remember living in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, you're a Kansas So you mentioned Kansas City twice. And I was like, Kansas, I'm Kansas City native. Missouri, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, that's scary. Uh -huh. okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, um, I, I used to work with Mayor Cleaver and, oh. and Alvin Brooks. And so I remember we'd have these conversations down at Ad Hoc about what are we going to do with these kids every week, every weekend, Thursday. And when I say weekend, it started on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Alvin Brooks and I would be riding around the city because something was jumping off. And it was usually either gang related or sex related or something. And we and, and these kids had no idea what they were doing. There was no resources for them to learn, no anything. And then when we go talk to them, we look like Martians with one head, one eye in the middle of our forehead. Like, what are you talking about? Really? Really? Okay, how about a condom? A what? Like, really? No. So we have some I'm I'm appreciative of everything you've done to try to put it in a learning format because that's what was missing the learning the the learning and the asking questions of them like you said you had the 8 year old they told you this you what okay but you didn't stop communicating what okay let's move on we broken that as we are what? Okay, you on lockdown. <laughs> right. Okay, what? Okay, you on lockdown. See, we're back in Big Mama's time. Okay, we, we, we're living the way Big Mama taught us how to live. And 
you bring a new approach to it. Uh, you uh, a, I don't. It's, it sounds to me like it's a more youthful, mm-hmm. cohesive approach where you meet them on a certain level. Uh, you meet people. Let me not say them. People on a certain level, and you adjust accordingly. So I like it. I appreciate the affirmations. You're right. There's a child in all of us. And even though we're chronologically older, there's all these different people that are walking around in the 30s or 40s or 70s. And we're assuming that they're actually the age that they are, but they're not. We're, we're so emotionally stunted. Yes. Many of us are really still 10. Many of us are still at the age we were hurt. We're stuck there and we don't even recognize it. So many of the different things we're punishing curiosity, not realizing we're still in those spaces of being broken and hurt. And we don't know how to fix that because we're constantly judging based upon our age and the social milestones this is what it looks like to be 40. This is what you need to be doing at 18 and 21. But I haven't equipped you. So I'm really emotionally stunting you every birthday you have and you're still 10. And I'm thinking, well, you should know better. How? You haven't healed or gone back and grabbed that younger version of you. So you're right. You got to speak to the youth. You've got to speak to the version of everybody's youth inside them, regardless of their age. And that's the part that's missing is is shaming individuals for being curious or not knowing or misguided. Like there isn't anything that you can just automatically assume to be correct. And until we fix that, our programs don't even honor that. Then we're going to have continued individuals who grow up and then they birth individuals that they continue to misinform. And then every generational curse that keeps getting passed down, we're just undoing stuff where you have generations trying to heal, but they keep encountering individuals who don't want to. So we're so far behind because we constantly look at a person and we say, you are the age that you currently are and you're not. There's information you don't have access to or you didn't know how to heal. So you're still there. And, and blaming yourself for resources you didn't have at the time. And so it, it's very important to help people understand it's okay. You know, there, there's stuff you don't know and we didn't know it. We're just learning it. And we don't have to keep sitting up hoity-toity with expertise. Like, oh, I'm, you know, saved and sanctified kind of energy. Like I, I didn't I just learn this last week or last month. You know, I, I have to get down to the level of saying I made mistakes too. I did the exact same thing. And I don't want to shame you for that. I want you to feel more empowered to make better decisions and actually be able to change the course of where you could end up if you keep doing the stuff you're doing. I don't want to tell you that you messed up because you didn't know. You, you're you a product of who taught you and who showed you and what you were around. If I blame you for that. You've been listening to my to my conversations with one of my daughters. <laughs> you really have because we have every every night we have that conversation. Of, well, but, but let me interrupt you right quick, Chris, if mm-hmm. I can, please, because I want I want to key in on something very very important that you just did. That part right there, because I I don't know if you know if you even watched the show before, because I'm always with doctors with my MS, my lupus, and all that other stuff. And the frustration when you just said, you know, the I want to say I'm sorry, or you know, I, I apologize, and I ain't always right, and and all that that frees us on the other side as the patient, as the client, to be like, oh. Thank you, you know, or not sit there as hoity-toity and look at you and say you're wrong. It's like, thank you for being human. 
you know, because we sit over here and all these mistakes keep getting made that affect our lives and we trust the clinician and it's like, we don't trust anymore because all these mistakes keep getting made and we're trying and we keep coming through the door and it's like you keep effing up and not acting like it's affecting my life and and so what am i gonna keep coming in here for Mm -hmm. then you just keep going next right 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 right. (laughs) you know and and like you didn't just cause a whole nother problem for me and wonder why i'm angry and i've got a whole attitude now you know, what, what is your problem? What's my problem? And then when I go to complete off, then, oh, let me write that note down. I got a note for you to write. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> Real talk, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, those are the things that cut it off. And like you said, now it's a whole other generation because now I'm saying, or I may say, well, F a doctor. You know what I'm saying? You want to if you want to. Or I may build that next generation that don't want to go. Or they saw their mother go through the struggle. And you're like, I ain't getting ready to deal with that mess. I saw my mama go through it. She tried. And look what happened to her. You know, yes. that type of thing. But then to see someone or clinicians say, you know what? Let me try and get this right. Yes, this system was jacked up. Ooh. I'm sorry, or yeah, I messed up to see the human being part of it instead of the white coat and just staring at me. That that see, that's it. That's the, <laughs> that, that, that's the yeah. I messed up. You know, like okay, it's my bad. Let me right. correct it as a parent that that I'm doing now. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. Yeah, I gave you wrong info, and that was based exactly. on the deal. And, it, and you know what? My bad. And we're, right. re- we're revisiting that, and that's helping. Right. But you want to try it, and teach me to do that right, with the right. plan that you give me, but I don't see you doing that as uh, exactly. you know, a clinician to me. So how is that working? Right. I want to I want to bring your website up here for the people to see, and sure. maybe you tell me a few things that you like to show the people in here. Oh, we on the same, we're on the same page. I, I've been looking at this all night. I get for, down to the bottom. For them like, to um, maybe uh, look at through here, because I can yeah. go through every single thing. Um, for your services. Uh, let me bring that on up. Come on. Come on through services. Because it's a beautiful website now. Thank you. I love it. Absolutely. Yes. With your counseling, website, training. Mm-hmm. Click here for more information. Go go to go all the way over to to the book. See, that's what got me. Click all the way over to where it says Author's Corner. Well, I'm gonna click each one because we have your. We can get to your podcast uh, right here too. Okay. Mm-hmm. And right I here. I used to have it streaming on the page. And where you could actually just go through it. And then I ended up just having it linked to like send you directly to um, the Even Me website. And the same thing with the book. It used to be before there were pre-orders where I would sign them. Mm -hmm. And now being able to, I could still probably add that back because people are like, I want a signed copy. I'm like, oh, well, well, I can add that. I just sent you to Amazon. But, you know, maybe. But yeah, what you're looking at, I mean, there's there's been just different 
panels, different discussions. Uh, Sex in the Dark is a big one for Emory. They have it every year. We usually just come in and educate the students. I'm super excited that they do that because they come in with so many different questions and individuals aren't talking to parents. I know parents are like, you could tell me anything. I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to somebody else. For the first time I tried to talk to you, you jumped down my throat. Correct. That whole relationship. Exactly. And that's what people assume that that's where you would want to get information. The only thing that you're really doing is trying to make people understand that they can be trustworthy with you and they can actually talk to you and that they can have reliability in what they say to you and that they're not going to be judged for sharing life experiences. And the minute that you give somebody the idea to close that up, then they don't really want to come back to you to to both of your points that you already made. And so Mm -hmm. these different conversations that I've had, um, there was an NPR opportunity there too, where we talked about hookup culture and differences between people that really are looking for love and romance, but they're in a dating culture that is really fast with microwave results and constantly pushing out moments where we don't have patience. I had to sit by a phone, like many of us on these, you know, in the, in the chat and right here. Talk, you had to sit by the phone and wait for somebody to call. You had to wait for somebody to ask you for the number. You didn't just get to scroll through a social media page and find all these endless resources. Like dating is different now. Resources right. are different now. Relationships look different now. And people are finding out that they're picking too quickly. And our divorce rates are really high because we don't have the patience. But that's what all of these conversations have been that you're scrolling through. And okay. the- his, Facebook, his Facebook page look good. He's, you said what now? His Facebook page look good. Oh, that's, no. how, that's how they're judging <laughs> now. They're judging, they're judging by what his Facebook page Correct. They're judging by how many friends he got, you know, all kinds of stuff instead of like putting that time in. Yeah. Yeah. We are we are a microwave society. I will consistently advise it because we don't know patience, even with ourselves. We're like, I want the fastest Internet. I want the fastest weight loss. I need the fastest everything, even including down to my service on my phone and the way that I need these commercials are popping up on my TV. Like we have no choice. But to listen and wait, I had the same experience y'all have listening for Quiet Storm and putting a tape and a little thing and wait for your favorite song to play all day because you just couldn't push <laughs> forward something really, really fast. But now that's where yeah. our heads are. So I want to I I pay extras because I don't want to watch the commercials. <laughs> wow. wow. That's where we are. That's dollars extra. I don't care. I don't want to watch the commercials. Okay. Yes. I don't want to wait three minutes. That's we can right. do something extra with that $4. That's not, right. not my $4. We're not watching the commercials. So sad. So sad. But I'm admitting it, that is me. You have the link on here for your book also. Also, that is there. Yes. Go back here. And I'm so grateful. Yeah, that, that Amazon page got me. Now I got to figure out how I'm gonna get my autographed copy. <laughs> I, I could. I'm gonna add it back to the website because you're you're not the first person who's asked. Like, could you please just sign this thing? And I was sending it to your house, so it's really just there's a message for you. You can actually type in what you want me to write, as if I were at an actual oh, bookstore. Wow! And I took nice. it off. And I was like, I don't know if anybody wants to still, but people are like, where did it go? I'm like, oh. Oh, okay, I'll add it back. 
that was a good way to get a feel on see if they really were paying attention and if they wanted also. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good way. And they're like, where is it? Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, y'all are paying attention. Oh, okay. They <laughs> love me. They love me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm clicking on the one that says, where, where's the where's the page at? You know, that's mm-hmm. what I'm that's this this is really a nice website there and i'm and i'm also showing i love to show people's websites and show all this you know we put the links up there and everything for them but i like to show them i like to show them and it also i think gives other people a nice chance to look and see and consider what they might want to do for their web page also <laughs> i appreciate yeah, that well shameless yeah. plug it's wix.com and it's it's me like i i've actually assembled this website based upon oh. the vision that I had. Yeah, Wix is awesome for that. So if you are interested in building your own or if you're like, I can't even, I'm not a web designer by any means, but you have an idea of what you want it to look like. And so there's a mobile version that you can actually click through. It looks very different than this because this is your actual just span of things. And it's going to change. It'll change in a minute because I would rather have someone who does this for a living so that all the different changes, I don't have to go and do it myself. And right. I have had some different designs that I followed or looked at. And I was like, okay, I kind of like them just piecing stuff together. So if you are interested, anybody listening, who's like, oh, I want a website, Wix.com, they will do, and they have the AI generated version. Now I don't have that version on here, but it actually creates the whole thing for you when you type in your stuff and then you just plug in and drag and drop pictures if you want. So you can even do it that this is from scratch. So I was like, I don't know what I want it to look like. So I was just moving stuff over, but yeah, they have that option. So I'm, I'm thankful that you're showing it. You know, a lot of people probably need to see all the different affiliations and things. These are things that I'm involved in. I got well, down I mean, to the that's... bottom of the page. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> all the groups. So anything yeah. that's going on in the community, all the different projects that I've created, mm-hmm. all the different things that I'm interested in. There's something for Divine Nine that will roll out recently. Uh, advised information, it will come out to be able to help with mental health because that's a part of what I'm interested in, right? And we don't understand the capacity in which we serve mental health individuals all the time and and things that are related to that. And so it'd be great to tap into our organizational groups that are led by individuals that are stakeholders of people who are disproportionately impacted. And Divine Nine is one of them. It's a a black uh, Greek letter organizational group for anyone who doesn't know about Divine Nine. But. Yeah, right. I was like, okay, I see. There's probably like two of us on this broadcast. <laughs> three that know what the divine nine are, and I'm like, now people are going, oh, see, that's another cult thing they got going on. The divine, <laughs> no, the divine nine are the black Greek fraternities and sororities. Mm-hmm. Please check your HBCU. Oh, never mind. Absolutely. That'll be a whole other thing for y'all to look up. But yeah. <laughs> No, that was a good, that's a good thing with the Divine Nine, yeah. Thank you. I know there's some other questions over here. I I did like Sally's request. I know that you had asked about the NAT results and and yes, that that is it. The NAT testing is what we probably should have and that's the Western uh, University of Washington location and that Western blot that's there. We, we need to probably have a conversation with the individuals who control that decision and we don't have that. And so, yes, you're accurate right here. This information is what uh, will lead you to that conversation. And then you also mentioned um, different things about before everything arrived back when we weren't even talking about things that existed and things popped up around 
the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. And we weren't having different conversations uh, at that time, but we should have been, you know, just in preparation, but we didn't, we didn't know another kind of example of not having the resources back then to know what to do that we know now. And then everything else that you've mentioned about filters and too many things that just disrupt our authenticity. That's what a lot of people talk to me about with their self-esteem is impacted by this fake version that you're comparing yourself to. You don't even recognize that the version of beauty that you're looking to be isn't even real. There was a whole conversation that this woman uh, implemented and I know we're running out of time here, but there's this uh, conversation that this woman implemented and she put it on her page. No, and I we're, posted not. It. we're not. We're, we're not. not. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, I love So, so she, she posted something and I reposted it for her and it wasn't, you know, I don't even think that I thought about the impact, but she was saying that she had an idol. She asked this idol to speak and she spoke to her and she had followed all these different pictures on her page. And she was like, oh my gosh, she had red bottoms. She just looked so fabulous. I needed to have her as a person who would speak at my event. And so the same day of the event, she was contacted by this person to say that she was sleeping on a couch and she was about to get evicted. But on her page, she had a lavish life of, all the purses, all the shoes, all the cars. And she literally lived to, up to this like lifestyle that she was a part of in our minds. But then when she reached out, this woman reached out to talk to her about that lifestyle she thought existed. The woman's telling mm -hmm. her it's fake. You know, I, I'm about to lose my job and my house. And like, I don't even have these things. And so the same thing about your scene and the ways that you're comparing yourself and the ways that you're trying to maneuver and live your life are compared to someone else's highlight reel all the time. And you're not even registering that you're coming to services and therapy talking about, this is what my life should be. These are the milestones I was told I need to have. I don't have the right kind of job. I don't have the right kind of body. And you're comparing it again to somebody's filter. So to your point, Sally, yeah, too many filters. You don't even get to see who this person is. And we have been destroying our regular bodies and our regular minds and things thinking we have to catch up to where surgery is like a thing. It's in now to be that to where you could actually be working in the gym and doing something for you and actually have an authentic way that you look, but you're being compared to the BBL and the person who's looking at you and trying to size you up next to the other person. And, and is this real? And does your face actually look like that? And, and catfishing was an indicator. Long time ago, we laughed it off. Like, oh, that's that's wild. But now <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. And Moni, you, you probably have a good idea why I'm laughing. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm not sitting here with Moni. I'm actually a professional photographer. Oh, love it! And one of the craziest things is you get to see these models after they get their makeup on. Uh, I get to see them at four o'clock in the morning. Okay, it's not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Truly not, you know. And it's funny because that's and what you're saying is exactly the fact. Everybody's living off of this page. They're living off of this creation that they've made. And then when something goes wrong, boop, now what? Well, I'll tell you what, because I tell deal with the other. 
<laughs> because I deal, I deal with the other side of it on the professional, on the professional side. Yeah, and you the makeup person, so you well, know how ugly, you know truly how ugly they are when you see when they see you. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. We don't use that word. I'm, I'm sorry. And, that's right. That's right. And, and that's sorry. exactly. And that's it. And they're that's exactly. And that's exactly. No, stop. That's the exact thing. That I, to me. That's How's no. That? And that's the exact thing that I deal with in in Hollywood because when they sit in my chair and the things they say about themselves, and then when you sit in my chair and you say something um, negative about yourself, you're required to say three good things about yourself. Yay! I love I it. I yeah. said, you said you didn't do that to me. There are other reasons why. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted the truth to be, I wanted to be transparent here. Okay. Exactly. I was talking bad about myself and you was like, well, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. No, <laughs> not at all. So, you know, you know, not at all. You know, that's no, not I'm true. Teasing. You know, that's not true. I'm on you all the time. Um, however, yeah, you can't, you can't do that in my chair. Not at all. You require immediately to say three good things about yourself. It doesn't have to be physical. You, you must say three good things about yourself. I don't go for that. I don't go for that. I don't go for fishing for, for compliments. And I don't go for, oh, well, you know, I'm this or I'm not that. Or, no, three good things immediately. I love you, that. You have to do it because I'm like, no, this is like the industry. This industry is hard and rough on, on these people and it chews them up and spits them out. And we're not getting ready to sit in my chair and I'm getting ready to put all this stuff on you and make you look like snatched and look like this. And then you're going to think oh, I look pretty. Uh-uh. You, you look pretty before I do all of this. And that's what you get ready to figure out before I touch you. Because ain't nothing getting ready to move no. until you tell me that. So, yeah, I play zero games, zero, zero, zero games on that stuff. So now, I want to bring something else up on the screen. There you go, right there, right there, right there, right there. Ah. So, for the people to see. So, you all can talk about it a little bit more so they can understand exactly what that is. I brought that up on the, the screen. The divine nine. The divine nine. <laughs> Yes, yeah. and I am a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. For anyone who uh, is interested in what I'm representing, right? That's me. So, brought that up. And then, uh, correct me if I am wrong, mm -hmm. because I, I did have the site up before, and I don't know how I uh, lost it. Headquarters is in Carmel, Indiana. I you believe. Said, what's in the, the headquarters is in Carmel, Indiana. Oh, I'm for sorry. Zeta or for no, NKC? No, no, no. For NKC, the headquarters is, is in Carmel, Indiana, I believe. It, it depends. So there's there's NPHC, National Panhellenic for all of us. And then right now, like say, for example, there's an NPHC of Atlanta. There's an NPHC of different cities and spaces. And so if you're interested in each one of them, they have their own location, and then you have the headquarters of MPHC, and you also have the headquarters of each organization that is also sharing certain areas of the headquarters of MPHC. Oh, you got deep on me. You got deep. <laughs> <laughs> you got too deep on me. The one I pulled up said, well, see, I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Oh, I yeah, I know some Gary folks. <laughs> And I went to college in Indianapolis. And then once I got rid of my boys, we lived in Carmel. And I was like, Carmel? Okay. <laughs> okay. 
looked down there and I was like, okay, I didn't have a clue that that was in Carmel. Okay. So I felt a little connection there, and but now it's gone. <laughs> I, I thought that was the headquarters, but now the connection is totally gone. It's totally oh, it's gone. Okay. There's many things that happened in Greek life that built themselves in Indiana, in Indianapolis, absolutely. So there's different areas that both sides got it on top of different things that we've done everywhere. So I think probably some prominent places that you're interested in or have been to have also happened in your place of origin. So it, there's- Look at her trying to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. It's just, really, it's, it's in Illinois where most of their stuff was created. So if, if you're part of uh, the Midwestern region, this is where, you know, yeah. Kansas City, that we, so this is representing the, the Midwestern part of it. So um, what actually happened where you saw it, I'm not, I'm not certain, but I know that at least on the Illinois side that uh, we started there. So there you go. Yes, I was going to show you sorority, but I was going to make sure I showed you blue and white there before we, before I left. I had to do that. Yes, that's a Zeta organizational leadership conference that I just attended to make sure that we're advancing ourselves in the highest form of our sorority. And so they created a space for us to be able to do that. And it wasn't always in existence, but they felt like if you need to be equipped to lead, you're gonna need a program in order to do that. And so this is the 11th cohort that has come out. So they've had it happening for the last 11 years. And it's been amazing that I was able to be a part of this process because what that means is now I get to continue to advance in my sorority in different positions. Right now, I am our Southeastern Regional Mental Health Coordinator. I was just recently appointed oh, to that. And so, thank you. Yes. That's for the Georgia area, Florida, South Carolina, the Bahamas, Trinidad and Tobago, mm -hmm. and the Virgin Islands. And so all of those areas I'm responsible for their mental health. So I'm really excited because all of the mental health stuff that is happening for my life right now is it's been about the last 18 months or so. So there's Very this nice. big boom of stuff. And, and that's kind of the point that I'll, I'll leave us on is really understanding that you have to plant these seeds with intent, good intent, just knowing that you've spoken it. The law of attraction tells you that you just speaking it and saying it is a part of it already being done. Now you just have to see it through. Now you just gotta walk the path. So it's almost like I'm on the path right now, I speak the thing I want, and then it's kind of just thrown into wherever you're gonna end up. And you just have to walk in that direction to find it. So almost like somebody took your keys from your car and just threw them in the middle of the woods. Now you gotta walk to find them and you're gonna find your keys again. You, you will, you're gonna find it. And that's the exact same thing that happens with what you speak. And so I've been planting these seeds and doing these things and, and completely forgot like, oh, these are things that I've planted and with good intent, continue to follow that direction with what you're good at versus what you're called to do. And a lot of us have a resume of good ats. And when you ask, you know, what are you and, and what do you do? We lean right into the role of who we are on a daily basis and what we do. But most of us are not in what we're called to do. And so you get lost in this purpose that you don't know and you're trying to find and your happiness is in your kids and your happiness is in your career and it's not in yourself because you're doing what you're good at. And so a lot of us probably could spend a lot more time 
trying to find out what we're called to do. Why are you here? Why have you been given life every day you keep waking up? And if you're not in that lane, then it's going to be a lot harder to get these seeds to reach harvest because you don't know what you're planting. You're just like, I want money. I want whatever. And you don't know there's nothing targeting exactly what you feel like is going to come to you. So what I've been doing very intentionally is speaking what I want and what I like and then asking if it's in the design of what I've been here to do. Because I can ask for a Maserati and I can ask for me to move to Spain or, you know, all these different things. But if it's not in the design of where I'm supposed to go then I'm kind of doing this in vain with all the wants as if, you know, the universe is some genie or my prayers are supposed to fall in alignment with the three wishes. Right. And it's, it's really me saying, I want to make sure that what I'm here to do, I actually spend my time in that direction. So I don't have to keep doing these U-turns and I don't have to keep getting to these, these brick walls and turn all the way around because I decided mm-hmm. to be hard headed and take the wheel and go in the direction of what I'm good at and just keep taking the job because I need the money or take, I was like, I, I want to be in my purpose. I want to wake up on a Monday and not recognize that it's Monday. I want to be excited to actually do what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And people would have a far less attitude every single day being upset about, oh, I got, I got to do these things because you're not in what you are supposed to be here doing. That kind of cohesion in your life releases so much and it creates a different level of peace that you won't feel until you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And a lot of people are like, how do I get to that? I have no idea how to get to that. And literally, God will always pull us into our purpose. Exactly. That's exactly right. And you are thinking in your head, you can only see the vision that's ahead of you. There are things on mountains that are looking down saying you don't even realize what's on the other side of that wall. You don't know because you can't see it. So you're only throwing out goals based upon how far you can see. You're not actually saying, let me just speak it and then hope that the path I go to or get to is going to bring it to fruition. And that's the part of your faith or your understanding or just the belief in yourself that brings stuff out of you. And so if you're constantly, even right now, if you're trying to think about what you're supposed to be doing with your life, are you in what you're good at or are you in what you're called to do? And if both of them exist together, that's awesome. That's that's the beauty of what you know we want. But you really want to make sure that you're not in a role that's been assigned to you because you're really good at being a mom. You're, you're really good at being a daughter. You're really good at being a wife. You're really good at being this person in this CEO role. But is that what you really feel? Are you happy? Do you have happiness? Do you have peace? Because if not, you might not be in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. So you keep chasing these ideas and running this rat race because you're not actually in alignment with what is going to create a sense of you know peace for you. So mm-hmm. I hope then when you find your sense of worth, your sense of self and and esteem, again, connecting to the relationships that you have and all of the different things that you do, that it comes from having a sense of self-worth in in what you're actually here for. And that when you plant these seeds, you're doing it with intent to not just get it because you don't want to be left out. But I really feel that this is what is supposed to be for me. And the more that you align yourself to that, doors will fling open. And you're wondering why, like, all of a sudden, every light, you know, how you drive down the road, every light is green. (laughs) And you're like, oh, this is great. I haven't had to stop. That's exactly what will happen when you align yourself to what you're supposed to be doing. Other than that, you're going to have a job. Yeah, you, you might retire from that job. You might be fine from that job. You absolutely could live in a space where you are okay. 
But when you have to think in terms of how many summers do I have left? How many winters do I have left? Are you using your time wisely? Because I can say I want to live to 90, but that's also me recognizing I have maybe a little less than 60 summers left. So if I'm not doing so well with the first few that I've had in the last few years, maybe I should be reevaluating how I'm spending my time so that every time a ball drops, I'm not just like, oh, new year, new me. And then I am nothing different <laughs> every year. So it's it's these seeds. What you're looking at is just seeds, seeds and hard work of, of tears and, and blood and sweat going into something that I, I wanted to happen. Not even for me, because these lessons aren't for me. This book, this book is not for me. It, I thought it was. I was like, oh, but you can't write from pain. You have to write from wisdom because I'm going to write you a story of a bunch of pain, a bunch of hurt, and I haven't learned anything. And I'm gonna give you poor information because you're not listening from me. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to find spaces of wisdom and clear out areas that can help me continue to build. So the exact same thing I will tell anyone who's listening, all of the ears that are gonna hear this entire broadcast, it's about finding who you are and reconnecting to pieces of you that you didn't even know were lost. And most of that is from a previous version of you you haven't gone back to and said, come this way. I want you proud of me. I love you, you are enough. All those things I've been telling you for all these years, I apologize because I didn't recognize that you were listening. So I'm over here in my bad relationships and my bad stuff I got telling me about who I'm not. Meanwhile, eight-year-old version of me heard all of that. It was like, dang, we're not. I thought we were amazing. And so you got to go back and grab that person. And then you sow seeds from there. And the wisdom that you have comes from that. And then your law of attraction actually pulls in what you're called to do. So that's the magic of what's happening to me right now. Because it looks like, oh, my gosh, what's that? Literally, I'm walking to my purpose. I chose to because I used to do what I'm good at. And now I'm like, nope. I will not uh, ask for any more indeed job applications to define how much I'm worth <laughs> because that was absolutely the determining factor. I'm going to tell y'all what I think you should pay me based upon me applying to your job. And I'm going to only hit that ceiling and say, that's it. Great. Because the job told me so. And now I'm like, you know, I can actually do more. Let me try to do more. And when I found out I could do more, oh my goodness, floodgates. Right. So that's what you're watching. You're watching the more. <laughs> there you go. Y'all, look. <laughs> Nuggets. Her, her cash app is. It says therapy Thursday. Her, it says therapy Thursday, but it is Wednesday. Okay. Mm -hmm. For you, for you that are watching this live. Uh, <laughs> wow. That was that was that was platinum on so many levels. Yeah, that, that was. was spiritual on so many levels. That was real on so many levels. That was thank you on so many on levels. So many levels, yes. That that was. I don't know how many levels of ways to say bless you, thank you. Um Namaste. I don't know. I mean, seriously. I love you know, it. Thank you. I, I, I keep it real on all the levels. And my God, just thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for, yeah, thank, yeah, thank, thank you. you for being you. Thank you for going through and doing the work that you've done on you. And thank you for being here. You know, thank uh, you for having me. 
I told you before you got here, like it is going to be such an honor and you have lived up to that for yes. sure. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and everyone that has, that is here live. Uh, oh my gosh, Buffy. <laughs> Our six months ahead version of us is whispering to us to be quiet and listen. Buffy, Buffy, Buffy. Oh, Sally, yeah, yes. Put that up on the screen. Yeah. That was right. up to, thank you for being our guest tonight. You're an amazing and accomplished person. Namaste. Yes, yes, yes. For those who are here right now, I know we always have a lot of people who are here that just never say anything. And we respect your privacy and everything. But for those of you who are here and just put a dot or something, you got to say something. I, I like, I know you felt that. Stop playing with me. Stop mm -hmm. playing with yourself. Y'all felt that okay because we know you heard it okay <laughs> y'all felt I mean, that yeah, and i'm yeah. you know make sure that you go to her pages and you know i'm always saying as far as subscribe to us and all that i'm getting ready to tell you make sure you subscribe to her pages make sure you follow me that therapy thursday is still rolling at the bottom honey make sure you get over there i'm gonna get over there on some therapy thursday <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this to the male listening audience. Absolutely. Right? If you find a way to man up, this is the way to man up. Get, get in here. Check this young lady out. Yeah. Okay. What she is bringing to us is generational. What she is bringing to us is a new way for us to break generational curses, for us to break away from our violent attitudes and a lot of things that we don't know about. Please check this young lady out. Look at this. There's something that you didn't see here tonight is because you weren't watching. That's why we have a replay. Take time. Look at the Put replay. your earbuds in. Put your earbuds yeah. in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know how y'all do when you go to the reading room. Y'all go in the reading room. Put your earbuds in while you're sitting there and listen to this because this is real. Yeah, tell your followers to go on going down to my Facebook page. There's almost all her links are on the show tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Um, most definitely. And go back and look at uh her her website. Go look at her Instagram page. The website for sure, because it has a link to everything that we talked about tonight. That website does. Let me go back up here and put the website up there right there that website and i'll say it for all of those who are listening and not watching it is www.sheerllc.com did i say it right brother because you know my lips www.sheerllc.com there you go. Okay, so you heard it in the deep voice, and you heard it in my voice, and we both said it correctly. Go check out the website. The website has links to absolutely everything that we talked about today on it. So that's I would suggest that was the best one to go to, and then once you go there, then you can follow all the other ones, all of her social media and everything. But you can get to everything from her website in order to find the podcast the book, um, everything, everything. If you want to make appointments with her, um, we find out where she is because it has to contact. I ain't going to say it had a map up there, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it did. I, it, I, it made me a little uncomfortable what he did. I don't know <laughs> what. It made me a little uncomfortable, but it did have a map up there to something. Uh, but definitely go to the webpage and um, check her out and make sure you follow because the knowledge and the platinum nuggets that she dropped were heavy. The, I'm going to call them platinum boulders. I'm not yeah, y'all going to say they boulders. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they, were, they were boulders. They were boulders. Um, yeah. And I'm so glad that you that you hung that you hung around with us longer today, and you felt comfortable enough to stay on here with us. <laughs> no, it, it's real because yeah. I, I wish I could show you my screen. I just marked you. I just marked your website as a favorite. Okay, because I know I'm coming back. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna try to do anything with. Yes, I'm Look right here. I'm coming back. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate your support. Okay. Yes, that's that's why I had to slow him down because he would have been he would have he would have laid down on the sofa. He had a whole therapy session. Oh yeah, himself. I did. I, I, look, I I'm waiting for I'm waiting for to send me an invoice. I, <laughs> I know him. I had to interrupt him because he had got to going, and then he'd been in tears, and he'd been talking about. I, I had to stop him. I had to stop him because he he found one of his people again. So I had to stop him. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you know, you you have to embrace your people. I know. And when, I know the look in his eye when he's found his people. When, when, when we when we find ours, when we find the yes, I'm looking at you. When we find ours, no matter where we find them, embrace them. You are an educator. Yeah. That's what you do. You educate on so many different levels that there's nothing for us to do but listen. So I'm, I'm here. Send me the invoice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that went out to the world. That went that, out to the world right there. That's All yeah. those hundred and fifty countries right there. That 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 went out. And um, yes, I'm very grateful. And do you feel empowered? I do feel empowered. I feel uplifted and inspired and very grateful that you had me here today to share this message and that you have left me feeling so warmly, you know, introduced to this platform. And I, I can't wait to continue to speak to you in the future. Absolutely. And, and and like I said, seriously, as far as with StreamYard, I'd be more than happy to introduce you. I, I'll send you my link, my referral link, so you get a little discount and everything in there. And I'd be more than happy to show you whatever you like to know in reference to it. I'll send you my link when, when I get off of here. Um, but it's definitely a great platform. Um, do you feel like you empowered others tonight? You know what? Based upon the responses and the conversation that we had, it helps me to know and the feedback helps me to know that I have. You know, I, I'm always grateful when that happens because your work is in vain if it's not actually helping others lead themselves. And so, I mean, it's great to have all the knowledge, but the point is to be able to share it and teach. So if that has been happening for many individuals, I absolutely feel the same. <laughs> this is the first class mm -hmm. I've listened to. And I don't know how long. When, when, when did I graduate college? Back in the 70s? Yeah, it's been a long time. Barney Rubble. Look, look, look. Why don't put it all out there, okay? Y'all are so funny. You are so, you are so wrong, okay? So, so wrong. Just because Vivian Thomas was a classmate of mine. That ain't nobody's business, okay? 
I re- I know the divine nine personally. Why you got to tell everybody my business? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you still have the tablets from your class, but go ahead. <laughs> and I'm not talking the digital one. <laughs> a matter of fact, a matter of fact, the wife told me to move them. She wanted the dust behind them. So I have to make I just I just there. feel like if tonight was the uh, the Pentecostal church, like they'd be laying all on the floor tonight. They'd oh, be laying please. all out. They'd be they'd be laying all out. That's no, just be like ribbon Al. Be, be like ribbon Al Alvin. All right, the doors of the church are now open. <laughs> Ties and offering pastor. All right, all right, so the so the bucket the, will be full. Right, the bucket so will the be church full. Now, brothers reaching oh. in. Uh, after work money and putting it in there. Yes. Look, yes. look, and they'll tell you I don't compliment easily, honey. I do not. And I am outdone. I just pull some beads out of my hair. Wait a minute. Look, I was gonna get on you, Moni, because I was like, you didn't ask me if I was in if I felt empowered. Because yeah. I talk what you do. Yeah, hey. do you you both feel empowered? Yes. Wait, yes. you got Sally asking too. Yes, yes, yes. I'm the only one supposed to ask that question. Everybody asks. Oh uh, no, because 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 as long as she's empowered, we empowered. So we will. Everybody's good. asking. Yes, yes absolutely. Everybody feels it. Okay. That was it. Was, it was phenomenal. Absolutely yes, phenomenal. Yes. Thank you so so Thank so you. so much. This was yeah yeah. Doreen, she told me uh, she's like, oh, you're gonna have so much fun. Like we had the fun, but oh my gosh, like in the herpes thing, woo. Yeah, that kind of that kind of shut the whole room down. She said herpes, and everybody was like. Yeah, wow. yeah. You have, edu- you have educated, mm-hmm. and you have inspired, and you yes, you have done your job. You have come and done your job. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So thank you so much. You are more than welcome again. Uh, <laughs> yes, you 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 have found home, and uh, yes, ma'am. You enjoy yourself and have a great. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us before you leave? I am very, just again, very grateful and thankful to have been here. And I hope if you have any additional questions or individuals that come to you, just send them my way. I'll, I'll be right we here. Absolutely will. We absolutely <laughs> will. Thank you so much. You enjoy yourself. Have Thank a great you. evening. Thank you, you do the same. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Look, that was look, great. Don't play. Don't play. My, my throat hurting a little bit. Look, you think I'm joking. I'm over here like, yeah, uh-huh. You know, you when you're doing that cramming for that school test. Who's okay, who's Facebook user? Put your name up there. Mm-hmm. Put your name. Uh so I said, Chris, I was talking to Elena and she was very complimentary about you. Just wanted to let you know. Thank you, Elena. Thank you very much. You and Jim both. Thank you. Was that just necessary? Okay. What for me to say thank you? No, I was talking to Sally. Wait, 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 wait. She can't pass on information that she got. This whole show is about passing on information. So I could text you that. Could text you that. Wow, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you can tell who my friends are, right? As soon she as the could. guest leaves, all of a sudden, stuff starts flying. See? She could text you that. Now you read it on there. That was on you. But I was just trying to be nice. Anyway, I appreciate it. You're welcome. 
Uh, who's a Facebook user? Gives us two thumbs up. What's your name? Tell me your name. Tell me your name. And she had a long one here. She called me and we chatted and we were talking about the show and somehow your name, somehow your name came up that you were very smart and a lot of fun and very educated. And of course, she also mentioned Moni too. I don't like how that came out. Uh, Why? Because I probably got the smart and the... That's what it was, right? It's like he got the smart and some. I just got the good things about you too. Okay. And also Moni was mentioned. Don't it feel funny back here on the tail? No, not at all. I'm fine. Oh, that's because you just your first time being back there. I'm fine. No, I'm thank, good. You. thank you. Thank you again. I appreciate I'm it. Good. Great, great, great show. Great show. What is this? Why don't you read that out loud, huh? Why don't you read that out loud? <laughs> well, that shut everything down, didn't it? All of a sudden, uh -huh. it's quiet. You know we ain't I saw, that in. <laughs> I saw exclamation points and stuff. <laughs> uh -huh, right? She's like, Lord, no, I'm not reading that. Uh -huh. That's not necessary to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's not necessary to read. <laughs> that wasn't necessary to read aloud, <laughs> Sally. <laughs> wow. So wow. I, I definitely like to thank uh, WBI Ubiquity Radio listeners and viewers. Um, we'd like to thank iHeartRadio. We'd like to thank uh, Apple. Uh, I see you just looking. Here we go. Google, um, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Um, Twitter, did I say Twitter already? Um, and all the other great uh, platforms that we're on that I can never say to mention all of them. I'm just trying to clear things up. It takes a minute. She said, I'm just trying to clear things up. It takes a minute for me to respond to your comments. And then you don't say anything. <laughs> uh-huh. See, see, see. <laughs> you cold-blooded. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh -huh. It's okay, Sally. I, I know. I just like to uh, give uh, Chris a little. Uh, I, I want to thank you, Sally, for passing on the information. Thank you. Yeah, Tony got on me about you today, and uh, what I had to put I had to put him in his place. Why? He thought that I'm I, I I'm hard on you. He thought I'm hard on all men. Wow, really? And I said, you're a lie. I said, I give Chris very distinct instructions, and Chris likes to buck the instructions. <laughs> no, no, I don't buck the instructions. I don't. I just think when you say call me, and we work on three hours after that, okay, this is not a phone call. This is a damn meeting. You need to say, let's have a meeting. Uh, one, that's your fault it took that long, not mine. It don't matter whose fault it was. You should have called oh. it as a meeting. See, when you say call me, when you say call me, that means we're going to have a conversation and we're going to hang up the phone. Okay. What you were doing was you were doing a whole seminar. And see, I'll, I'll, you know, that's how that went. It's not my fault. 
okay. that it took you three hours to learn how to do a reel. And like I told you, I was on the phone with you. You mean when, you, when your thing said real and mine didn't? And then when mine said real Not my fault. Not my fault. You kept you getting wrong. Was real when you didn't even find the real? That was remix. See what I'm saying? How you don't know? No, because you said real. And then you, either one, you couldn't find them. Well, I could find I, them. I could. I could find them. That's fine. You couldn't. Now the bottom line is oh, I was on the bottom phone. line. I was on the phone the same time you were on the phone. I yeah. didn't tell you to go do something while I went to go to sleep. I was on the phone the same time you were until in the morning. And I had call to be me. up and I had to be up at three in the morning. No, at four in the morning for a gig. You were gonna get off the phone and go to sleep. So what I said was don't wait, 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 my house gets uh, I didn't want to hear your mouth. I was going. I was on. I was on the phone same time as you with the same issues. So zip. But wait a minute. When, when, how do you know what's going on in my house? Do I have saran wrap walls? I'm talking care. about. I'm gonna go to sleep. You don't know what I'm doing. I don't care, really. I'm on the phone with you. Okay. Yes, you on the phone with me. But you know what? Exactly. How about we do ourselves a favor and get off the air because it's one fifty-four and twenty-nine again. We're fine. Say your thing, sir. Oh, my thing, my thing. Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to celebrate my brother Pierre's 50th birthday. Uh, he just went to heaven earlier this year, but we're all still celebrating his life and his accomplishments. Uh, Pierre Scott, you will always be loved, and you are truly, truly missed. Absolutely. Now, yes. Now, as far as the other person that I love, my wife, who keeps me on track, who keeps me empowered, keeps me focused, I will always say this, I love you. Thank you very much for all that you do. Back to you, boss. What I was saying, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know the news. <laughs> so, so, so rudely interrupted. <laughs> right. Yes. And yes, we do want to say a happy heavenly birthday to Pierre. We all definitely miss him. That is um, definitely a hard one on all of our hearts. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Terrence just the other day in reference to that. Um, Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I want to thank all of our viewers, all of our viewers, all of our guests, um, our past guests and our upcoming guests. I'm very appreciative for all of them. I want to thank uh, Empower Magazine, of course, for entrusting their guests to us. Um, you know, that is a huge level of trust to trust Moni, <laughs> not Chris, but Moni. <laughs> Number love in this room, y'all. Just understand. No, and see, you didn't let me. You didn't let me finish. What well, sounded like it pretty much was finished there. <laughs> no, you, you didn't let me finish because money is definitely a wild card. Um, see, see, see how you because money is definitely a wild card. Um, but you know that I, I have no business, and I'm gonna take care of your people. Uh, because I definitely love, love, love. This is my jam right here. This is what I do. 
this is what I do. When I'm not feeling well, this makes me feel <clears throat> this makes me feel great. And then I go back to not feeling well right after. Um, so uh, great show, great host, great guest tonight. I, I agree with all of those. A great uh, director of research. Don't forget yourself in there. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Don't ever forget yourself in there because I sincerely appreciate you, Sally. I absolutely do. Um, so let me definitely say that. Um, and uh, I appreciate uh, WUBI Unity Radio. I appreciate um, my husband, who definitely um, appreciate him. I'm just gonna say that. Look at, look at Chris looking at me. He's like, "Don't say it. Don't say it." No, no, I, no. Look, I look. I. I, I love the brother too. So, but I don't love him like you do. But I understand. Yeah, yeah. He gets in my grip. Lord have mercy. Um, so, I do. I appreciate um, the personalities there at WUBI that show plenty of support. I do appreciate them. Um, I appreciate. Jamie Metz. <laughs> yeah, and, and the other, any other personalities too that do come through, and the ones that. Uh, you know, give me calls and, and texts and whatever and stay hanging there, you know, and whatnot on those difficult days that I have uh, when I have them. Because uh, trust me, there are sometimes I just want to say I want to quit uh, just because, you know, sometimes it just gets difficult. Um, but I do appreciate all of them. I appreciate all of it. I'm, I'm quite grateful and appreciative. Um, for the good days and bad days and in between. So uh, you guys make sure to subscribe. Uh, DJ Bela is the bomb. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think we should end on that. That's right there. That should be it. Don't say another okay. word. Just run the credits. <laughs> Just run the credits. Just DJ Bela is the bomb. Boom. Can we stop the arguing? Can we take a moment where we can calm down? It's just so exhausting. Swinging in the wind, going round and round. I know that we won't say sorry. You beg and I plead, but my heart can't be until I feel the vibration. Of you, using my tongue to find your happy 